July 26th was the 31st anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA. We are incredibly thankful to Vespero for providing the first corporate contributions of this year-long ACB 60 for 60 campaign and for launching a matching challenge to our ACB members and our partners. Vespero will double every contribution made to the 60 for 60 campaign up to $10,000 over the month. Their matching challenge will start today, July 26th, in honor of the ADA's 31st anniversary until August 31st, 2021. To join the challenge in honor of the ADA's anniversary today, please donate at acb.org donate. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie Lear. I am your host this afternoon. In just a moment, Jeff Bowser from Vespero slash Freedom Scientific will be talking with you about standalone scanners. But let me go over how we're going to work today. If you want to raise your hand and ask Jeff a question, and I believe, Jeff, has, that you have done this, that if people have questions, they just put their hands up and we call on them, unless you want them to stop to stop and then take questions. What's your preference? They can, they can just put their hand up. That's we can I stop thought. at any time that we're going through the session today. That's fine with me. All right. So if you guys want to raise your hand on the computer, it's Alt-Y. On the Mac, it's option Y. On your app, it's going to be right in the center of your screen. And on your telephone, it's going to be star nine. Once I give you permission to talk, you will unmute yourself with Alt A on the computer. On the Mac, Command Shift A. On the app, it's going to be in the bottom portion of your screen. And on your phone, it's going to be star six. So Jeff, go ahead and take it away, sir. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I sure appreciate it. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for coming to see us today. And this has been a very nice little surprise because uh, we were talking with Colby. She was on here just a moment ago and Katie Lear as well. These are some of the first people that I met in assistive technology. And uh, I've been doing this for quite a long time, too. And I probably better not even say when we're talking about uh, some other folks on the line here, too. But it's uh, it's great to chat with all of you, actually, and uh, very nice to be here. So as Katie mentioned, I'm Jeff Bazer. I work in the south central part of the United States for Vispero and Freedom Scientific. I am the sales director for that part of the region, that part of the country. And uh, I know Katie was mentioning uh, as far as questions go, uh, if you want to ask. So, Katie, just feel free anytime to stop me, interrupt. That's totally fine because I don't want anybody to think that they have to wait to ask a, a what you deem to be a very important question regarding anything that we're chatting about today. We have a small enough group here and totally fine to be able to do that. So what's happening at Vespero? I want to mention just a couple of things before we get into our actual topic here today, which is going to be standalone scanning and reading devices, of which we have several to talk with you about. One of the things I want to bring to your attention, though, is that we are getting ready to release a new version of our software, which, of course, consists of JAWS for Windows, ZoomText, and Fusion. 
Now, uh, it'll be at the same time or right around the same time that it normally is each year. So it'll be, you know, later in the fall, probably toward the end of October. But I just wanted to mention release because here in just a couple of weeks, we'll be in public beta of that. So if that's something you feel like you want to join and provide some feedback and see what's coming in version 2022, by all means, we welcome you to do that. And uh, just, you know, keep uh, looking on our socials or on any of our websites, freedomscientific.com to to learn when we're going to be able to do that and uh, provide the software in public beta. Um, I think that's all. There's probably something else I'll think about later on, but that's the main thing that I wanted to mention to all of you. Let's talk about scanning and reading. Now, we're going to spend most of our time today on standalone devices, and we'll talk a little bit more about what we mean by that in a moment. But I also want to mention some of the other OCR options, optical character recognition options that we have at uh, Vispero, Freedom Scientific, Optilec, Enhanced Vision, all of these companies, because We have lots of different options available, and uh, I kind of want to just give you a rundown of of exactly what we're talking about. So let's start in one of the most obvious places, and that's on the software side. If you're a longtime user of JAWS, Intext, Fusion, those, those types of products, you're probably familiar with a term called convenient OCR. That is something we built into JAWS several years ago, and I'm trying to remember exactly when, but uh, I think it's been seven years ago or so for sure. And what this means is you now or you've had the option or ability for that long to be able to utilize your JAWS software and now Fusion to be able to perform OCR on a printed document. So if you have a camera such as a Pearl camera or a flatbed scanner, you could use within the software of JAWS and like we said, now Fusion, convenient OCR to be able to scan your document and then have it read back to you. So what we're doing, we're converting text to speech, aren't we? So if you have a piece of mail, for example, or a document maybe you got from the classroom, My uh, kids are going back to school now, so we're seeing syllabi in email and printed material. Maybe you need to scan something like that. Anything that's in print that you otherwise cannot read because you're either low vision and that print is far too small or you're totally blind. So a piece of printed paper does you no good at all. So what OCR does is it allows you to be able to convert that text into an accessible Uh, speech form to then be able to have it read back to you via speech synthesizer. And in some cases, if you're using uh, a product like convenient OCR in JAWS or Fusion, you could also have it in Braille immediately as well. If you had a refreshable Braille display connected to your computer, you could then, as soon as that was scanned and is reading back to you via speech, it would also be available in refreshable Braille for you too. Or if you had a Braille embosser connected, then you could emboss a hard copy of that into a Braille format if you had something like Duxbury or OpenBook or something like that. So that's convenient OCR. And what can we do with that? Once you have it scanned and you have it in that accessible format to be able to read, you can then copy and paste that if you want to and take that, that uh, text anywhere else 
on your computer, save it wherever you want to. Now, one of the features that's been added here recently is a link right at the bottom of the, uh, of the results viewer there to be able to move this text into Microsoft Word automatically. So sometimes it's very convenient to do that. If you wanna do some further editing with your text or you wanna send it to somebody maybe and you wanna do some formatting first, lots of reasons why you might want this saved as an editable Microsoft Word document, or then of course be able to save it to something like a PDF or you know, lots of different things that you can do from that standpoint. So convenient OCR is something that has been around for a while, uh, but it's getting better all the time. We're adding you know, more features to it all the time. In fact, in version 2022 of JAWS and Fusion, you will have the latest engine, the latest optical character recognition capability. Let's put it that way. The latest OCR engine, we call it, which is in OmniPage. And basically what that means is they're always working on better accuracy for scanning of characters and, you know, sometimes faster processing and that kind of thing to just be able to make this faster, better, stronger all the time. And you'll have the latest version there in 2022. So with that, uh, just the final thing I would say about OCR on the computer, that's what we're talking about here. So you're going to have your PC, a laptop, a desktop, anything that you're running JAWS Fusion on is where convenient OCR is going to be an option for you. And what are you going to need in order to do that? We talked about a Pearl camera before. That is one of the least expensive options and one of the best options I can recommend to you. That's made by Freedom Scientific. It's very compatible with JAWS and Fusion. All you do is connect it to your USB port and you are off and running. You don't have to install any additional drivers or anything like that. The camera is ready to scan. And that's about $295 is the price for the camera, the Pearl camera to be able to use to scan. Okay, so that's what I mean by a fairly inexpensive, convenient option. And if you haven't seen a Pearl camera, uh, any of the distributors that we're going to talk about today, as far as where you can see the standalone scanning and reading devices that we're going to talk about, any of those folks should also be able to show you a Pearl camera as well. Basically, it almost looks like a little tripod, except it has two legs and the camera is stand or is uh, over the document, much like a CCTV camera would be. So you just set that up. You place your document right at the base of the pearl, and then you perform your keystrokes for convenient OCR. Jeff, okay? I have a question. Go ahead. Jane. Are we going to unmute Jane? Is that what we're doing? Well, unmute, please. There you go, Jane. I think she has to unmute now, doesn't she? So feel free if you have a question, Jane, go ahead and ask. Um, the other thing that I would mention maybe as long as, uh, well, Jane is unmuting, um, is our open book software. That's the other way that you can scan. Is that Jane? you, Jane? That's me. That's go me. Ahead. We're going to ignore that telephone. Okay. Um, convenient OCR. Um, I did not know that you could scan print stuff with it. Um, I just use it because when I come to a image PDF, it just says, do you want, you know, it to, to OCR it? And I say, yeah, thank you. And, but how do you do it? How do you scan a print thing with it? I mean, does it take over the scanner and turn it on when you 
go to convenience. I see it in the in the contacts menu, but I don't know how to use it to scan a print thing with my scanner. Beautiful. Excellent question, Jane. And I'm very glad you pointed that out. Thank you for doing that because you're exactly right. So let's, let's go through real quick what Jane's talking about. So Jane has a PDF. She's using something like a Adobe Reader, which is a PDF scanning software that you're going to want on your computer. And what happens is when you're using that, uh, it JAWS is going to say, hey, it appears that you have something that uh, – we need to scan. Um, why am I drawing a blank here just a little bit? So you have, oh, a PDF file. So this is an electronic file is what's happening. And she's trying to open that PDF on her computer and run it into a little trouble. And if she's got Adobe Reader on her machine, JAWS is smart enough to say, hey, it looks like we need to do a little uh, OCR on this PDF file here. Would you like to do that? And you have the option to say yes or no. And then what's happening is that OCR is taking place. It's extracting any of that text out of the uh, image file, the PDF file. And if it can, it'll read it. And this is very similar to what we're talking about, Jane, just a little bit different. So with convenient OCR, and you can do this from anywhere you are on your computer, whether you're in, uh, on your desktop, whether you're in a document, an email, uh, on an internet web page, you're going to use what's called our layered keystrokes. You're going to get into the layered commands in JAWS and Fusion, which is your insert key and spacebar. When you do that, you're going to hear a little ascending tone to tell you, in fact, you know what? I'm going to have to share my screen anyway. So let me just give you a little example here of what we're talking about. Share sound. Share sound. Now, you guys, you can probably hear. Can you hear my job? Pretty fast. Yes. You can all hear that? Okay. So, Jane, you need to listen for this sound. Insert key. You hold down insert, hit your space bar, and you're going to hear this. Oh, all right. okay. Now you're in your layered keystrokes, and you're going to press O for OCR. OCR. And when you do that, you've got several options. Now, the one that you're going to want to use if you have a scanner or your Pearl camera is the letter A. You got a scanner. Okay. So you want to use the letter A for acquire. Okay. okay. And when you do that, then uh, it's going to bring a drop down box down, a combo box, and it's going to have you choose your scanner. So if you've got more oh, than one there, it's going to put it I in a drop down box. Okay. Okay. If you just have one, that's the one it'll be by default. And all you have to do is press enter. And when you do that, it's going to take a picture of the document and it's going to try to process <laughs> it just like it would your PDF file. And then it's going to begin reading back to you. What about now, a multiple page? document uh, so there's an Can option just... for multiple page as well there's oh. a checkbox in the same dialogue where you will be able to check that if you want to do multiple pages now here's oh. the nice thing it's got its own little viewer its own little window that comes up to give you the results of what you've scanned and it's going to begin reading to you automatically, but you, that text is editable. So you can, you can use your arrow keys and move around in there. You can copy and paste it, like I mentioned earlier. So all these and you things. you can save it as a Word document? So there's a link at the bottom, oh, the link at the bottom of the still. viewer okay. that says uh, bring in. I'm, I'm embarrassed. It says, there's a, and it says something like convert text to Microsoft yeah. Word. Open in I Microsoft. I did not know you could do that. Well, that's why I wanted to mention this, Jane, because there's a lot of people who maybe have never used this, didn't know it was there. And it's 
it's a lot like what you used to have to use open book for. We See, brought I in Kurzweil. I have Kurzweil. Or Kurzweil, exactly. Same. That, but there you go. Same kind of deal. This is cool. We don't make that, but it's the same, I know you, same no, you thing. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. So what we did is we're like, you know, we want to bring these most popular features that people are using in an OCR program, and we want to bring them right into JAWS and Fusion. And that's exactly what we did. And that's what convenient OCR is. Thank you very much. So I'm again, go it. you're welcome. Absolutely. So remember your layered keystrokes, insert space bar where you hear the ascending okay. tone. And then an O for OCR, an A for acquire if it's a printed document. I mean, you can scan files, you can scan from the screen, you can do all kinds of things. And we can talk about that uh, at a later time. I'll make sure that at the end of this, I give my contact information. So any questions that maybe you think about after or you didn't get a chance to ask here today, feel free to send me an email, give me a call, and we can talk about this after. We have so, another question. Uh, Beth, ahead, please unmute. Hey, Beth, how can we help you today? Hopefully. Uh, All right, cool. There she uh, is. Thank you very much. This is most interesting. What about whether, well, let's talk about online because that's that's what I'm dealing with. I live in a senior facility and I'm trying to read um, menus. And right now I'm not a JAWS user, but I'm very strongly considering becoming one. I was wondering how, how is it going to work with um, when the menus go all cattywampers on you and it'll get, it'll start to give you food choices. All of a sudden it'll break into prices. Then it'll go back to the food choices and it drives me crazy. In so, other words, it's not reading it correctly. Right. So there's a couple of couple of options, certainly, that you can try, Beth, when something like that happens. Now, depending on how that menu is set up, everything might be in a column. And actually, on the devices that we're going to talk about in a second here, you might have better results. You can try it with, with convenient OCR, too, but you're a little bit limited as far as some of the options that you have. With some of these other scanning and reading devices, you can say ignore columns or I want you to recognize that there are columns there. And in a menu situation or on a newspaper or magazine article, sometimes uh, it works a heck of a lot better once you realize or once the machine knows, the software knows, that uh, there are columns there. You know, try to read in columns. And that way, hopefully, um, you will have better results where it'll read one column at a time. Now, if you want to read the entire thing, what it might be easier to do is to to not recognize columns. And then it would just read top to bottom, left to right. But if the menu is set up where prices are all in one column, the items are all in another, that kind of thing, this is where you're going to have to do some experimenting and figure out the best way for this to work. Okay. That's a very good with, question. With with the online, um, it, it, in other words, if I don't have a, a hard copy menu and I was doing it online, using CareMerge, which is our, I think it's a national uh, organization that, that links up with different senior facilities. And what, what you said it would be kind of iffy to have it read the way it's really supposed to if you're online. So there's no way to do columns with, with the OCR for, with okay. JAWS, right? I've, yeah, not from an electronic standpoint. You, you, okay. you will have to have this where you scanned it is probably mm -hmm. going to be your best result. So I wonder if you could get a printed copy somehow if you're running into trouble online. I mean, we can talk about some other possible options offline for you to try with, with 
JAWS, if that's what you're using or, you know, however mm -hmm. you get this electronically. But also, if, uh, you know, if you're running into issues there, then, you know, scanning might be another option for you if you can okay. get a printed copy. Okay. okay. I will look forward to listening to the rest of your presentation. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Beth. I'm sorry that I can't answer that question exactly, but uh, there's there's a lot of ambiguity when it comes to OCR. And you might say, well, geez, you know, this technology has been around for 20, 25 years plus. How come uh, it's not perfect? Well, most technology, as we all know, is wonderful when it works. But of course, it's not always perfect. And that's the same thing with OCR. It can only do so much. It tries hard. But print is uh, quite an interesting medium as far as how things are set up. Sometimes there's all kinds of fancy print. There's pictures, you know, in the middle where there's all kinds of print around it. And, uh, you know, to, to scan this and be able to do it accurately can sometimes become, uh, you know, a little tough. But uh, we'll have to see. It just depends on what it is. And, and uh, we'll do the best we can to find a, find a good answer. So let's move, guys, into more standalone devices now because time's ticking away on us here a little bit. And what do we mean by standalone options? So we talked about the computer. We talked about software. But, you know, there are plenty of people out there who say to themselves or to others, if you ask, you know, I am not a fan of the computer much or I've just never been real tech savvy or, you know, when I do the OCR, when I'm reading my mail or when I'm reading print materials, oh, I'm going to have to do the same thing now and ignore this phone ringing. Sorry, guys. I'm not in my normal office. Um, so what happens is you need to find a device that's going to work the best for you. Some people want nothing to do with the computer when they're using OCR for lots of different reasons. And for that, we have several different options. Now, if you're low vision and you've looked at different CCTVs, you've probably seen several of them that talk, several of them that give you the option to utilize OCR to be able to read a document as well. We're talking about something a little bit different here today. We're not, we're not talking about CCTVs with OCR, although Vispero has plenty of those in lots of different sizes and options. What we're talking about is an actual device that you can, that's portable, that you can carry around. It weighs probably three to four pounds. I think all three of them weigh in that uh, three to four pound range where it is a dedicated OCR device. So it's got a camera in it. Some have monitors that are also built in. Others don't. But this is a box, for lack of a better word. Think about the old days, maybe if you saw the boom boxes, you know, the radios with the cassette players, you carry these things around set it outside and do some blasting of music, that kind of thing. This is what we're talking about here with these standalone scanning and reading devices. They're about that same size, maybe even a little smaller. But their primary purpose is to allow you to press one button. So again, that's the other thing that these provide, ease of use, large tactile buttons. So for low vision users, they're easy to locate. The buttons are easy to find. For somebody who's totally blind, easy to feel, nice big buttons, a lot bigger than those old uh, cassette recorders from APH even, but tactile, just like that, so that you can easily find these, press one button, have your document scanned, they take a picture of it, you know, with the camera, and then have it read back to you, just like we talked about 
with convenient OCR on the computer. Same things happening here. Now, this is what I want to do today, guys. We don't normally do this, but I thought for today's um, devices that we were talking about, this would be a pretty good option. Since we're doing this on Zoom, where you can't actually feel these devices and check them out yourself, there's a really good video online on YouTube that compares two of the three standalone scanning and reading devices that we have at Vespero. So we're going to talk first about the Smart Reader HD from Enhanced Vision and the Omni Reader from Freedom Scientific. And in this video done by Sight and Sound Technologies out of the UK, so you get to hear a guy with a with a British voice today, British accent that lots of you will probably enjoy, you're going to hear how these two devices are different. And this video is about 10 minutes long, so it's a little bit little lengthy, but I think it's great because it's going to give you a, a bit of what these devices sound like, and they're going to compare and contrast exactly how these devices are different. So after this video, you can ask questions. We can talk more about these with the time remaining. We'll talk about features. We can talk about price points, all those things. But first of all, I think we're going to get into this video so you can listen to it and um, listen to uh, a lot more information about these devices. So I'm going to alt tab here with my jaws and hopefully this isn't going to give you too much um, All right. So I'm just going to refresh this. And if you guys can't hear it for any reason, let me know. But uh, we should be good to go here in just a second. Here we go. Hello and welcome to this sight and sound technology good, demonstration. Yeah. Today we're going to take a look that? at two solutions yes. that offer easy okay. text reading. The Smart Reader HD by Enhanced Vision and the Omni Reader by Freedom Scientific. Both products offer the ideal solution for reading magazines, books, newspapers and other documents. Both products include a built-in camera and use OCR technology to convert text into speech. Let's take a closer look at each product. The Smart Reader HD is a lightweight, portable reader scanner with large, built-in, user-friendly tactile control buttons. A fully integrated solution, the Smart Reader HD offers the advantage of a built-in HD camera and OCR, or optical character recognition. The Smart Reader HD enables individuals with low vision to retain the pleasure of reading by listening along or by attaching a monitor to view the text. Users are able to view in color, enhanced high contrast positive or negative modes, allowing for higher contrasts and easier viewing. With easy to use buttons and dials, customers can enlarge or reduce the text in seconds and change viewing options for easier visibility. The first thing that strikes me with the Smart Reader HD is how portable and versatile it is. It's perfect for reading magazines, letters, books, newspapers and other documents. And it has a built-in 8-hour rechargeable battery. Let's turn it on and have a look at the features in greater detail. Hello, ready to scan. To begin, place your document to be scanned underneath the camera. It doesn't matter the orientation of the document, as the smart reader will automatically adjust. You can press either one of the capture buttons located on the top of the smart reader to perform an OCR scan. Tap again to return to home, ready to scan the next page. Processing. Battery charge usage time and status announcements. The document I placed under the camera was a section of the user guide referencing the battery. 
using the OCR technology, this has now been read back to me quickly and accurately. On the base of the unit in the centre, there's a button that you can tap to play or pause during reading at any time. On the base of the unit, there are two buttons located towards the front on the left and the right side. These are the previous and next line buttons. By pressing the next line button, the document will be moved forward to the next line. Likewise with the previous button. Press this to move back a line at a time. Bullet two fully chargers. Switch is set to one as shown. Ensure that the rear panel switch is set. We can press the OCR button again to return to home, ready to scan the next page. Ready to scan. Note that this time I have placed the document landscape, but the Smart Reader HD has been able to self-orientate. Processing. In addition to moving to the next or the previous line, we can also go to the next or previous word. We do this first by press and holding the play slash pause button. In combination, press the previous and next button to go to the previous or the next word respectively. In. Is. Is. In. Operation. On the base of the unit, there is a thumb wheel on each side. On the left side, there's a volume wheel. Rotate this to adjust the volume accordingly. Volume 5. Volume 4. On the right side, there's a thumb wheel which you can rotate to adjust the OCR speed. If the reading is too slow or too fast for you, you can adjust this to your liking. OCR speed 8. OCR speed 7. As we mentioned at the beginning, one of the top features of the Smart Reader HD is the ability to connect a HDTV or external monitor. This gives you even greater flexibility when viewing your documents, as you have a visual representation of your document. Now we're able to see the Smart Reader's field of view on the screen. So let's press the OCR button again on the top of the unit to perform a scan. The Smart Reader now processes the image just as it did before without the screen. And within just a few seconds, our document has finished processing. But now, with the monitor attached, we've unlocked some more possibilities. By pressing and holding the same button we used to go back a line or a word, in combination with the volume thumb wheel on the left side, we can control the magnification level. We can zoom in or zoom out to get to the desired setting to give you the most comfortable viewing experience. Using the same technique, but this time with the right side next button in combination with the right side voice speed thumb wheel, we are now able to control the colour mode. Choose your favourite colour mode from yellow on black, black on yellow, white on black, black on white, green on black, or whichever setting you find that works for you. Now let's move on and take a closer look at the Omni Reader. The Omni Reader reads printed text to you by pressing a single button. You can follow the magnified text in high contrast colours on the built-in screen, or simply listen as the Omni Reader reads text out loud. You can also use the screen to instantly magnify objects and text and display them in high contrast colours to see them more clearly. Thanks to its lightweight design, built-in handle and long battery life, you can pick it up and use it wherever you want, whether that be at home, at the office and even on the go. Now let's explore some of the features of the Omni Reader in more detail. Press the power button on the left hand side of the device to turn it on. After just a few short seconds, you'll land on the main menu. Files will be the first item in the list. The Omni Reader is now ready. Straight away, let's do a scan with the Omni Reader. 
The Omni Reader can scan and read both letter and A4 size documents. When you position a document, use the base or the bottom front of the Omni Reader as a guide. Place the document directly in front of the unit so that the short side of the paper fits within the width of the unit. Make sure the paper is pushed against and touching the base. You can place the top or bottom edge of the paper against the unit without affecting text recognition. Press the large scan button on top of the unit. In only a few short seconds, the Omni Reader has converted the text document into speech. On the top of the unit, towards the right side front edge, there's a play slash pause button. We can press this at any time during reading to pause it in its tracks. Press it again to resume. There's a contrast button located on the left side of the front edge of the control panel. Simply press this with the document on screen to cycle through the available colour modes. I'm able to navigate through the document using the right side scroll wheel. And we can use the left side scroll wheel to zoom in or out whilst reading a document. You can save your documents into the internal memory of the Omni Reader. To access these, go into the Files menu to find your saved documents. From the General Settings menu, we have access to a variety of different options. We can change the reading speed to be faster or slower. We can change the reading voice, of which there are many built-in, including American English, British English, French, German, and many, many more. We can change the font style, the font size, and we can choose to add more colour contrast options. The Omni Reader even supports downloading and reading of Bookshare books and NFB Newsline publications. You can read MP3 audiobooks and public domain books, and it even supports common email services such as Gmail and Yahoo Mail, meaning you can send and receive emails from the Omni Reader. One of the most impressive things about the Omni Reader is how versatile it is for low vision and for blind users. It has a built-in mode available for low vision and for blind users. For example, when using the low vision profile, the scroll wheel zooms in and out by default. But if you set to the blindness profile, this will change the function of the wheel to increase and decrease the reading speed. Another key feature of the Omni Reader is that it's compatible with braille displays, such as the Freedom Scientific Focus. You can connect the braille display directly to the Omni Reader using a USB connection. Now, what started as a physical document is now fully accessible with my braille display. I'm able to move up or down a braille line using the right nav rocker. I can move up or down in a menu list using the left nav rocker. I can move back in the menu using the left nav mode button. And I can play or pause reading when in a document using the right nav mode button. We hope you enjoyed this demonstration of the Smart Reader HD and the Omni Reader. All right, guys. So I hope you found that video informative. Uh, they covered a lot of information there. Uh, there was, there, you know, moved pretty quick. But I think the takeaway from these scanning and reading devices, the standalone devices, large tactile buttons, so ease of use, one touch to be able to scan your material and have it read back to you. Uh, easy to find volume buttons, 
rate of speech is something that you can do easily on this. So, of course, everybody likes theirs at a different rate of speech, right? So it's easy to have those things all be changed. And then with both of these devices that he mentioned, and this is true on the on the clear reader from Optelec as well, the third option that we have at Vispero that we didn't talk about in this video, but it's true with all three of these. The fact that you can connect them to um, an additional monitor. Now the Omni reader has a 10 inch screen built in. The other two do not, but via HDMI, you can connect to external monitors on both of those devices so that you have your document available on a monitor where you can then increase the magnification, change the color background and those kind of things, much like you would do on a CCTV. So that's the idea with, with these devices. They're standalone, they're dedicated to just scanning and reading. Oh, the other thing that they mentioned on, on all of these as well is that if you have files that are saved on an external thumb drive that you've scanned you know, in a previous session or uh, several different file types are supported that you could actually bring in to the device from the thumb drive, like PDF files or Word documents or text files and that kind of thing, and then you could also have those read to you. But the primary option of having a USB thumb drive availability is for the, the fact that you would scan documents using your uh, whatever device that you decided to get, and then you could save those onto that thumb drive. Now, there's also built-in memory with all of these devices as well. So if you don't want to mess with a thumb drive at all, you don't have to. That's fine. You can save these documents that you've scanned on the device itself, on the hard drive, and then be able to recall those at a later time. Some of the other differences that you heard between the Omni Reader and the Smart Reader is uh, the Omni Reader a little more versatile from the standpoint that it has the 10-inch uh, monitor built in. The fact that it supports the focus Braille display from Freedom Scientific as well. So if you plug in a Braille display, it'll instantly be recognized by the Omni Reader so that when you then scan your document, uh, you can see it in refreshable Braille at the same time you're listening to it. The other thing to take note of is uh, you heard British voices, British accents, both on the uh, the narrator of this video, as well as the synthesized speech, I think, on, on both these devices. But that can also be changed very rapidly and easily as well. Lots of different synthesizer options, language options as well from the menus, depending on the one that's going to work best for you. So these standalone devices have been around for a number of years. They've gone through a, a, a number of iterations to get better and smaller. Some of you might remember uh, back several years ago, I think it was in the early 2000s, probably around 2005, when the digital camera was introduced into these devices, making them much, much smaller than they used to be. Some of the early standalone scanning and reading devices were about the size of a piece of furniture. You needed a table, a full desktop to have this device set up and used. And then what you did is you opened the top cover. That was the scanner. You placed your document inside, pressed one dedicated button, and it would scan the document and read it back to you, 
much like it does today, except that today it's much faster because all we have to do is snapshot the document and it processes much quicker. Whereas before with the actual scanner, you know, it took a while to scan the document first and then go through that process to be able to convert it to text or to speech from text. I think uh, one of the other things that was mentioned, guys, in this video, if you were listening along with the two different devices, is battery life as well. Long, long battery lives in both of these devices, anywhere between five and eight hours, depending on the device. The Omni Reader, I think, has eight hours. Uh, and the smart reader both. One of them is a little bit shorter, but um, the bottom line is you, you plug these in on a full charge, you're going to have most of the day if you're using this on a regular basis. And if not, if you're just going to it, you know, every now and then, this thing is going to last a long, long time on a full battery charge for you. Let's try Ann's iPhone. I've given you permission to talk. Please unmute. Um, hi, this is Ann. Um, I have the Sarah. Do you also yes. have that? The Sarah is a Vespero product. Yes, ma'am. Do you have the Sarah CE or do you have uh, an older Sarah? Do you know? Is oh, it real wow. big? Is it like a big, huge rectangular box? That's kind quite of, heavy? sort of, yeah. It's not something I would carry around. <laughs> it's not real heavy, but I don't carry around because okay. it's plugged in. Is it? Is it? Uh, does it have a... Uh, cover on the top that you lift up before you put your no. document in no, no you okay. just lay it on top okay all right well very good that's that's likely um one with a flatbed scanner uh yeah. very possibly so the difference and in that device and the, the kind that we're talking about now now these devices sit upright they are much much smaller and much lighter you could now carry these around with no problem they weigh uh three to four pounds so this is something that now you could put into a case and, uh, you know, put it on your shoulder and away you go. I mean, well, not you, know, you can enough. also do that with the iPhones. You can scan with your iPhones. Exactly. Now, these are uh, not quite that small, not not quite as portable as your phone. And okay. and again, you know, we talk about scanning with our iPhones with something like seeing AI or right. you know the Kurzweil, that kind of thing. And that's great. Uh, but, you know, we were talking about convenient OCR on the computer before as well. And it's really going to just come down to which device is right for you. Which one's going to work best? Do you want a dedicated device for scanning and reading where you touch one button and you just sit back and listen to this thing scan and read to you? Or are you pretty adept, you know, pretty familiar with your phone and you do all kinds of different things on there? You got you know, 50, 60 apps where you're doing all kinds of different things where scanning and reading on your phone would work, you know, for you. It depends so, on what you're doing, really. Depends on what you're doing. Depends on how savvy you are with the device. So lots and lots of options out there. And um, these are more from the standpoint of um, sometimes, you know, what, what we thought of first and foremost for these when these first came out were older folks, you know, seniors who really never had a lot of computer experience. Right. This could also be, though, for veterans, possibly, who come back and maybe have traumatic brain injuries or, you know, those kind of things that are, are going on. Maybe an injury to um, a, a fingers or hands or an arm, mm -hmm. things like that. So uh, lots of different reasons why one of these standalone devices would, would be the, the product for you. 
but they, uh, the, I'll tell you, the people who use them love them, and uh, they, they work out very, very well. Controls. Follow-up stay positive catalyst for media controls. I'm just switching back over here, guys. Media controls. Okay, we have Anybody Andy. else with a question? Andy? Please unmute. Okay. The, the, okay. Go ahead, Andy. How you doing? Okay. Yeah. Now I was just waiting for I was just waiting for voiceover to stop talking. Uh, oh, there you go. And it still is. Uh Okay, my question, you touched on OpenBook briefly. Uh, the OpenBook software hasn't been updated in quite some time. Are there any plans to update it? The only thing that we would do with OpenBook, Andy, from the standpoint of updating would be to update the scanning and reading engine to uh, you know put the latest and greatest uh, OCR uh, character recognition in there probably. Other than that, OpenBook pretty much is what it is. It is, you know, it's got all the scanning and reading capability. It's got a lot of editing capability there for you. You can emboss. You can save to an MP3. Um, batch scanning is pretty convenient with OpenBook. Not a whole lot more to do, though, as far as updating that product and adding more features. We probably won't do that. Were there any plans to lower the price? Um, good question. Uh, what I can tell you is that the reason that OpenBook is still the price that it is is because there are royalties that we have to pay OmniPage and the other uh, scanning and reading engines that we have in here. So we have to pay to license that technology, hence the price on what, what it is. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Andy. Anybody else, Katie? Anybody else uh, there now with questions? We oh, got about Beth, 13 go ahead, minutes, please. guys. All right, Beth, go right ahead. Hey, I'm back again. I was wondering how in the world do you do email on the, uh, I forget, you, I forgot which, which one of those devices, but how would I, you do HTML content? How would you reply? Can you do attachments? I don't understand how you would do that. I'd appreciate a little bit of explanation, please. Thank you. Absolutely. So it's a very good question. So what happens is um, she's talking about the Omni reader. There is some additional capability there as far as uh, email reading goes with Gmail or Yahoo. Um, you can uh, get into Bookshare with that if you want to, an NFB Newsline. So what happens is you're going to log in to these services. And the way you're going to do that is um, you're going to, the, the two dials that are on either side of the Omni reader. Have you ever used your, uh, does anybody have an Apple TV or you ever used a remote control to be able to cycle through the alphabet and then you tap on the letter that you want? That's what we're talking about as far as how you're going to log in to uh, your services and be able to then move around. So what would happen is, and you could also, I think you can connect an external keyboard to these devices and uh, oh, cool. log in that way as well. So uh, it would definitely be something where you would be a little more limited as far as like, say, reading your email would go. Not all the options would be there like you would on your computer or your phone, but it is possible for you to go in and read your email. Um. And then as far as uh, logging into these reading services, so like for Bookshare, for example, you could then download books and be able to bring those directly into the Omni Reader and, uh, you know, read the material. 
So almost like you scan the whole book, but otherwise, you know, doing it this way, you'd find the electronic copy and be able to then uh, just just read the book that way. And that was really the primary purpose for these, for NFB Newsline to be able to read, you know, different newspapers and magazines. And then with Bookshare, be able to log on and, you know, get a book that you're looking for rather than having to scan the entire thing. Our next person is Gregory. Please unmute. Yes, I'm looking for a device that I want to take to my library in my backpack, and I want to scan some books. Which device is, is, doesn't weigh a ton and would work very well? So you're talking about the right devices here, I think, Greg, in order to be able to do that. These are both portable, so they don't weigh a lot. They weigh between three and four pounds. Um, you could bring these into your library. You could then set it down on the table get your book, and with one button, you could be scanning your first page, you know, and so it depends on, like, if you want to scan the entire book, um, you know, you're going to no, be there no, a little while just, to do that. No, just, you know, just a book and turn a page and see what content I want to look for, scan right. it, and maybe, uh, yeah, that's, I don't need one with a monitor, I mean, because I'm blind, um, so do they both have monitors? I forgot. No, actually, only one of the three has a monitor built in. That's the Omni Reader. So what you're looking for is something like the Smart Reader HD or the Clear Reader from Optelec, the Smart Readers from Enhanced Vision. Both of these are under $2,000. The Smart Reader is $1,895. The Omni Reader, I'm sorry, the Clear Reader is $1,995. Because they don't have monitors, we can keep them you know, under that $2,000 price point. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the Omni Reader is a little bit more at twenty four ninety five because of its additional capability and the built in ten inch screen. But if you don't need a monitor at all, then uh, I would certainly recommend one of those two devices. And um, for exactly what you're talking about, you know, you could take it in there, you could hit one button, you could see what's on that page, go to the next one. And by the way, you know, if that's not interesting to you and you want to go to another part of the book or you know find something else you don't have to listen to that full page you know you can see if it sounds interesting and if not stop it just scan again move on to the next one and as long as you don't save that last uh, page that you scanned it just goes away and it's gone yeah the way i do it now is uh, take my laptop my pearl and turn on open book but i'd rather have one device to take so Sounds like a good deal. I'll, I'll look into it. That sounds good. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg. That's a good question. And, you know, it really just depends on what's going to work for you. You know, if you have your computer with you at all times, convenient OCR or open book, it might be fine. And if you want to do some editing there or saving of the material to make sure you can bring it up at a later time, you know, that's where that gets pretty convenient. But you can do the same things with these dedicated devices on the smart reader or clear reader as well. You can save what you've scanned to a thumb drive. And as long as uh, you've done that and named it, then you'll be able to bring that up at a later time as well uh, from wherever you are, you know, just from the thumb drive or from the device itself, since it's got built-in memory as well. Our next person is Pam Coffey. Please unmute, Pam. Yes, uh, I, too, have a Sarah um, I've had it since 2012. This one I have. It's the camera edition. I got it right after it came out. Um, Before that, I had the great big one, the old version of it that 
um, even had a disk drive. And if you, when you got updates for it, you got a um, CD and you could update. Well, the one I have now I've had since 2012, I have never gotten any kind of notification about an update available for that unit. And my question is, I mean, it's nine years old. It still works, works fine. But um, I'm wondering if there are any updates available for the camera edition. Oh, what you should do is uh, you should definitely uh, do two things. Number one, um, I'm going to give you my contact information here in a moment, yeah. and okay. uh, I can send you a link on where you would find those updates. But the other thing is in your menu under the help menu, I think is where it is. Yes. There should be a check yeah. for updates. Uh, there should actually be an option there. And so the way you would do this is you would download your update onto a thumb drive. You'd have it in there. And then you'd go to that check for updates option and it would look for the file on your drive. And that's how you would update that device. And okay, so I think okay. we can definitely now, now I'm a little, Okay. Now I'm a little confused. I don't know if there is an update available. Right. So the likely there is. If you've never updated it, very likely yeah. there would be. And we could help you okay. figure out how to find it and how to get it installed. And so you first go into the help section. Yep. On, on the device. On and the device. Ask it, and ask it to check for updates. Yeah, but not until you have the update. So you're going to want to get the update first. But I just okay. I wanted to mention that to you so that yeah. you know where to go on the device to do it. Got you. Okay. That's how that's how it goes. All right. Thank you. Anybody else, Katie? Uh, let's try phone number 207 again, please. Hi. Yes. Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you earlier. Wonderful. Wonderful to hear this. My name is Carol. Um, and I happen to be the owner of a, of one of the big, big old CCTVs, which I happen to love. It works for me, but of course it's not hot portable. And is the biggest difference, I mean, there's a number of them between the three, um, devices you mentioned, the fact that the Omni reader has a screen. The others don't um, because I want it for portability and to to be able to look at documents and that kind of thing. Um, not um, not particularly interested in the the email and you know that part. Right. But okay. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is what's the biggest if for the three ish ones that you mentioned. Um, what is their biggest difference? And okay. I don't have an iPhone, so um, smartphone. So, so you're talking to someone who who's out there that way. Thank gotcha. You. So you you would likely benefit from one of these devices, standalone units, probably. Then it sounds like the biggest difference mm -hmm. between the three that we mentioned is uh, the Omni Reader does have a monitor. It does support refreshable Braille, and it does have those uh, different options we mentioned for email, Bookshare, NFB Newsline, those kind of things. So uh, the others, the, they don't have those options that I just mentioned. They don't have a built-in monitor, and they, you, you can't uh, connect to those additional services, so they don't have Wi-Fi in order to do that. So there's a difference in price there because of, because of those options as well. 
So it sounds like the Smart Reader HD from Enhanced Vision or the Clear Reader from Optelec might be more your style, more what you're looking for. And by the way, um, keep in mind, too, that even though the Smart Reader and Clear Reader don't have a monitor built in, if you wanted that capability, you can still connect via HDMI to an external monitor if that was ever something you needed. So maybe you wanted to show some material to somebody who was sighted, or if you're low vision yourself and you wanted magnification capability, even the smart reader and the clear reader that are about $600 less in price, five to $600 less in price than the Omni reader can still connect to a monitor. It's just that uh, it's not built in to the device itself. Thank and those really so are the much. biggest differences. You're welcome. Yeah. Absolutely, Carol. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Sure. Jeff, I know we have two more hands up, but it's 358. So can you give your contact information, please? Yep, I certainly can. So um, for anybody who wants to discuss these in greater detail, needs some more information, I can send you the link to the uh, dedicated web pages where these uh, devices live online. Or you can always just send me an email if you have further questions or give me a call. So it's Jeff Bazer, be like boy, A-Z-E-R. Um, phone number at Vespero is 800-444-4443. That's our familiar number we've had for ever since the Ted Henter days. 800-444-4443. My extension directly is 1122-1122. You can also email me at jbazer, so that's J. B-A-Z-E-R at Vespero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O dot com. Thank you, Jeff. Wonderful presentation. Well, thank all of you for coming. We really appreciate uh, being on ACB Communities. Look forward to talking to you again. And uh, thank you, Katie, for taking care of it today. My pleasure. Bye, everybody. Take care. <laughs>